Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Encounter Church. Let's give it up for our worship team. They did an awesome job. (laughs) I hope everyone has had a great week and a great weekend. Uh, Thank you for all being here today. As we move forward talking about the next Advent candle, for those that were not here last week or those watching online that just need a refresher of what we learned last week, we talked about the Advent which lasts for four Sundays leading up to Christmas, and which signifies the preparation of our Lord Jesus coming into this world. We also learned about the Advent candles, which last week we talked about the the Hope Advent candle. Today, we are going to learn about the next Advent candle, which is joy. But before we get started, I just want to start by leading us in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for today, Lord. Thank you for everyone that is here today and for those that are watching online. I pray, Lord, that you just may bless each one of them, Lord. I pray that you may touch their hearts, that you may open their ears, Lord, that you may open their minds, that that they just may accept this word that you have put into my heart, Lord, and that that your name just may be glorified, Lord. We give you all praise, and because you deserve it, Lord. You are... You are the King of Kings, Lord, and you are worthy, just as the song was saying. I thank you for everything, Lord, that you have done, and, and thank you, Lord. I pray that you just may guide me right now, that you just may help me preach your word, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> so, as Christmas time approaches, we are seeing many people getting into that joyful time of the year. Now, how do people express their joy in the time of Christmas? People, people usually get, get each other presents, have Christmas parties, donate to Salvation Armies, decorate their homes with really bright lights, have family reunions, and so on. Now, even though all these things are nice to do, I feel that the, that the Christmas spirit that many have during this time is focused on all of these things but the Savior of the world. I have a friend from work that told me that he was going to be going to a Christmas party this weekend. He told me that the people that held this party decorate each section of their house with Disney characters dressed as Santa, and that they just go all out during this time. He showed me a picture because I thought he was (laughs) over-exaggerating. But no, literally, every room, every section of their house was turned into the theme of Disney characters dressed as Santa. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty crazy. (laughs) Now, I don't think... I'm some type of Grinch that does not like getting to the spirit of Christmas. (laughs) I love giving and receiving presents. I love helping all who I can, and so on. I mean, who doesn't like to receive Christmas presents? (laughs) Who doesn't like a good party? I'm pretty sure that is everyone. All of these things are nice to do, but we shouldn't forget of the true joy that Christmas brings, and that is the celebration of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So as I started thinking more of this word joy, what kept coming to my head was, how can we show others the joy that Jesus brings to our lives? So let's turn to the book of Luke. And we're going to do a lot of reading in this <laughs> chapter. So. But we're going to uh, in chap, uh, chapter 2, verse 1 through 21. And it says, in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So, Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, Bethlehem, the town of, to Bethlehem, the town of David 
because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be uh, married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a, man a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the, of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those who, on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. Amen. So, we're go um, so here we are seeing that the process, the process it took Joseph to get Mary ready for her to give birth. Now, being a father myself, I know the joy of seeing your baby being born. That is one of the greatest feelings I have ever experienced. But I know for the moms, having to carry their baby, experience an even greater joy because this little baby has been forming inside their womb for that whole time. They may not be too happy with the, with, with, when they're going through the pain of contractions and having to push them out, but the joy is still there because moms understand once the pain is over, they're, they're going to be able to hold their baby and just love them forever. But just imagine the joy that Mary had because there was only because not only was she going to be giving birth to her firstborn son, but that she was told by the angel Gabriel that this son of hers would be great and will be called the son of the most high, and that whom she was to name Jesus. So if you can only imagine just how much more joy she was feeling because this son of hers was going to be the son of God and make a great impact in this world. I believe all, I believe all that our parents know this feeling of wanting their kids to grow up, to be the best they can be. This is something we all wish for our kids. Now, going back to the birth of Jesus. So Mary didn't give birth to her firstborn son in a hospital with great hospitality, hospitality like I know every mom would want <laughs> for her kids. She ended up giving birth in a manger because there was no guest house available. And the only thing they had for him to be wrapped in was a cloth. Doesn't say with a really warm blanket, doesn't say with a nice comfortable bed, but in a manger. You, could, you would think God would have provided them with a luxurious room, right? For the Savior to be born into, for the, for the Savior to be born into, um, 
but instead he was born in a place where there were just animals, where the animals would stay at. <clears throat> so even though this child being born was the king of kings, he still came to, the, to this earth humble. And Mary had the only thing that mattered to her, and that was the love and joy that she had for her baby. And this is where it gets good. The scripture says, there were shepherds living nearby the field, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an, and an angel appeared to them and told them to not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And with the angel more accompanied him from heaven, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those whom his favor rest. And the shepherds went to the manger and told them what the angel had said to him. And it said Mary treasured up all these things and pondered with them in her heart. So why did the angel appear to the shepherds? The angels appeared to them so they could share the good news with Mary and Joseph and all who they can give glory and praise to God. The joy had for the joy that they had for experiencing this was impossible for them to contain within themselves. We are all called to share the good news that Jesus gives us with one another. Now, this name Jesus that the angel Gabriel told them to name him means God is salvation. So the joy that we have in Jesus is salvation. First Peter 1, 8 through 9 says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him, now you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end results of your, of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Now John three sixteen to 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into this world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Now isn't this good news? As I mentioned in the beginning, that, that what came to my mind when thinking of the, this word joy was how can we show others the, the joy that Jesus gives us? And how we can show others of this great joy is to spread the good news of Jesus with all that we can show and show them that there is salvation in Jesus. This is exactly how we can show others the joy of Jesus Christ. This type of joy is contagious, and when people start hearing the good news that Jesus will bring into someone's life, then they will be like the shepherds that just couldn't contain within themselves, but praising and giving glory to God. When we give glory to God and just give him our hearts, then that joy, will, what we have, that, that joy that we have in him will never go away, no matter what you may be going through. Philippians 4, 4-7 through 7 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present, present, yourself to re, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. This is the kind of joy that is unconditional. When you have joy in Jesus, you will still be able to rejoice. You will still be able to praise God. You will still be able to understand that God still has a plan for you and that he is still in control. 
This kind of joy doesn't just last for the holidays, but it is eternal. This is the kind of joy that I want to have always. Now, there might be people that think this sounds really nice and all, but, but they think they can't have that joy because of the person that they are, that I am, that I, what I've done, or the pain that I have caused. All these things are nothing but lies from the enemy. Ephesians 1, 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. For anyone that feels like they don't deserve this kind of joy, let me tell you something. Your heavenly Father says otherwise. This, there's, the, there's this pastor named Stephen Furtick that says, when you have been somewhere so low, you, you appreciate mo- moments of joy even more. This really stuck to me because I know everyone has gone through a tough time at, at being, at their low, being at their lowest. Times like these are of in- inevitable in this world because, as Jesus told us himself, that we will go through trials and tribulations. But the question is, are you willing to stay in, this, in the place of depression, in the place of resentment, or will you remember in who your joy is in? As, you, as, 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 a, as soon as you make that decision of putting your joy in Christ, when you are at your lowest, you will look back to that day of your suffering, and you will thank God because that suffering has made you value joy more. That suffering has made you become stronger than you ever thought you were. Sometimes we experience these things so God can show us, show others the healing he has done in you so we can be a testimony of God's glory to others. More than 2,000 years ago, in, the, in that manger, wrapped in the cloth, our Savior was born. And because the King of Kings was born, was born, God knew you were worthy of this joy that Jesus brings to each, uh, each one of us. He came into this world so that we may be saved through him. So rejoice, says the word. But as I come to an end, we need to remember um, in our joy is who, who our joy is in. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. In him, we have everything we will ever need. No matter what the world may throw at us, no matter how many times you may fall, rejoice in Jesus because in him we have our salvation. In Jesus, we have won the fight. In Jesus, peace, we have peace. In Jesus, we have grace. In Jesus, we, we have love. In Jesus, we have fellowship. In Jesus, we have more than enough. There is no greater name than the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, but, so, as <laughs> but I thank you, everyone, today. Um, thank you for uh, being here with me for the past weeks, uh, for these three weeks. <laughs> I hope that this word that Jesus has put in my heart has stuck in your heart. It has truly been a privilege being able to come up here and just share the good news that Jesus, of Jesus Christ with each one of you. Even if I haven't been able to sleep that much, especially <laughs> when I have Pastor Daniel um, beating me at Yu-Gi-Oh! at 3 in the morning. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> it's, it's been a privilege, though, and um, I'm grateful that I've been able to stand up here and just bring you the good news that Jesus gives us. You know, that is our mission. As, the, as Encounter Church, we, we are here to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. And with this great news, it brings joy. This joy that Jesus provides that gives us like it's everlasting and 
there is nothing there's nothing better than you know having a joyful heart having a joyful mind when you go to work and you know you have and this happens to me like every now and then um, I go to work every now and then and there's like people that kind of try to bring me down but you know I stay joyful I stay you know because I know who I am and and who and what God has put in my heart and you know I see everybody as the ch- uh, children of God you know we have to love one another the, as the word says love your enemy you know we have to be there we have to make that change we have to we have to be that impact in the world just as Jesus came into this world 2000 years ago you know he made a great impact and we should be following how Jesus led you know be be that light in this starful world as Luis was talking about you know this this world is nothing but has nothing but like suffering and but at the same time there is a light in this world which is Jesus and because of Jesus we will come out stronger and we will have just this joy that Jesus leaves us leads us leaves us <laughs> but i thank you though for everybody though i thank you for you guys um thank you for supporting me and thank you for pastor daniel for always pushing me <laughs> to preach <laughs> um like I said, uh, it's it's not easy getting up here, but I know when when I have the responsibility of preaching, um, you know, I I give it my all, and I know God is with me, and that He was always that He will always guide me. But um, I just want to leave off with this prayer that uh, my daughter and I we've been we've been saying every night, and which is the Lord's prayer that He left us. <laughs> so we can just bow our heads and say, "Our Father." Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespasses against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Well, thank you all again for coming here today. I thank you for each one of you. I hope this word has blessed each one of you, and we'll, we'll, be, we'll be seeing Pastor Daniel here next week, <laughs> so he can bring the good news of Jesus to you. <laughs> um, I hope I've done justice <laughs> for, to Jesus um, and his word. Um, I pray that we just maybe keep growing as we keep learning more of Jesus, and I just want to be, I'm just... I'm just so thankful for each one of you guys. <laughs> uh, but we'll see you guys here next week, and we'll, we'll pa- your Pastor Daniel will be back here <laughs> again. Uh, so we'll, we'll welcome him with open hands. <laughs> and, but I just want to thank you all again, and I pray that you guys may have a blessed day. See you guys next week at, on Sunday at 10 a.m., and have a blessed week again. <laughs> Bye.